What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast for the 2021 Players Championship. This is the betting show. I'm DB. I got Pat Perry with me. We're here to break down the early look, the sports book, outrights, the top 20s, just having a little bit of fun, you know, talking the Players Championship, talking sports book stuff, having a good time. Just finished up recording the DraftKings preview. If you've not already listened to that, go check that out. That was fun. Uh, Pat took a shot out of a shoe because he lost a bet last week to me about Billy Horschel. Pat also sang a new song. He wrote and recorded uh, a new song about a a certain player in that show. That Mm. was fun. We had a good time there. Wrote and recorded. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds very official. Like I actually spent some time thinking about it. Yeah. You did spend some time, um, but it was it was a good mm. show. The DraftKings preview, check that Eight out. Seconds. We also had Caddy, PJ Tour Caddy for Ryan Moore, uh, Mr. Brett Swedberg on the show talking about course conditions, green surfaces. Everybody's wondering about how these freaking greens are going to putt. Talked about how uh, the overseed is impacting the golf course and his thoughts on the course. So anyway, it was a good show. The DraftKings preview was jam-packed. This show, the betting show, presented by our friends at Fantasy National. Go to fantasynational.com slash TJ to get 20% off any membership level that you choose over there on Fantasy National weekly, monthly, or annual memberships. The 20% off stays with you for as long as you're a member, so you can switch back and forth between plans if you want, and you still get to keep the 20% off. Uh, and it's the it's one of the only places where the data is taken straight from the PJ Tour and the shot link data. So you know the information that you're getting is good. So if you want recent stats, recent form, course history, lineup optimizers, uh, ownership projections for DFS, head-to-head matchup tools and simulators for betting, head to fantasynational.com slash TJ. Get that 20% off header. It's good stuff, all right? It's, it's where we go. It's our go-to. We've been working with those guys for like three or four years. So check that out. Bryson DeChambeau, the large golfer man, has won Bay Hill at 12-1. to 1. Good for him. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. We talked about that a little bit on the show. I don't really care about talking about that anymore, Pat. I just kind of want to get to uh, the golf course. Talk about your thoughts on the course, what you kind of took from the things that Brett was telling us, how you're approaching betting uh, TPC Sawgrass and the Players' Championship and any other kind of thoughts you want to give before we get into picks? Yeah, I mean, I think with Sawgrass, the biggest thing you're going to hear this week is that uh, we're in the, uh, I guess, the fourth year that uh, they've played this course um, with, you know, in March with the overseeded Bermuda. So they've got, uh, you know, kind of a mix with uh, on the greens, it's it's bent and poa, and then uh, ryegrass on the fairways and then also in the rough. And I think, you know, what he, what he talked about a lot of, you know, around the greens, it's a little bit easier to chip around the greens because you're not getting that kind of sticky Bermuda. We also talked about the greens themselves. They tend to putt more like uh, like bent. But the course is pure. It's very soft as far as the fairways in the rough. The rough isn't all that penal. I think that's something you're going to want to look at. But in general, this course has always been like it's an approach course. You've got to be good with your irons into these greens. They're a little bit smaller with some runoffs and things like that. And then off the tee, I think is huge. I think, you know, you don't necessarily have to hit it in the fairways, but you've got to hit them in the right spots. 
some of the longer players here are going to have to dial it back a little bit. They're not always going to be able to hit driver here. I think any player can come in, you know, can win this tournament. I think we've saw we've seen that in guys like Siwoo Kim, but also not every you know the bombers don't necessarily have a huge advantage here. You know, you look at um, some of the stats. So for me, I mentioned strokes gained approach. I'm looking at scrambling. You're not looking at scrambling as much as I am, but I think that's something that you're going to look at. Um, always oh, wow. looking at recent form. Course history for me doesn't necessarily come into play as much in this tournament as I might look at in most tournaments. Which here. is weird um, because you love course history. You 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 love it. And we have a caddy friend of ours who's been caddying for like 20 years on record telling us that he thinks experience matters here. Knowledge around this place I think matters. experience and knowledge matters, but I don't necessarily think that translates into okay. course history. I okay. think you, you have to have the experience around here, but I don't necessarily think you look at the last five years and say this guy had four top tens or whatever. I don't necessarily think that's not, you know, okay. is as, you know, something that I'm going to wait as much, but I do think experience does matter. Um, other than that, I think you got to avoid the big numbers. I mean, water is in play on 17 of 18 holes out here. You cannot be that erratic where you're, you're, you're having doubles and whatever else. You've got to be consistent. You got to avoid bogeys and the big numbers. So I think that's important as well. Uh, and then you got to score on these par fives. Par five scoring is huge this week. A lot of these par fives are gettable. You will see that on TV. Um, we'll see some Eagles. We'll see some pretty easy birdies. So I think that's important as well. So there you go. That's all I got. Good stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, I'm keeping it pretty simple. I I'm looking at all the ball striking stuff. Strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained approach. That's my go-to. Opportunities gained, which is a proprietary stat at Fantasy National. I'm really proud of myself that I can say proprietary still on this late night. I've had a lot of a lot of I vodka. I would not have said that. A lot of wildly, a lot of vodka. I may not be able to get that out for the DraftKings uh, Tour Junkies After Dark show, but for now I can say... Oh, we still got to do that one? Yeah. For now I can say <laughs> proprietary. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm looking at ball striking. I just, I don't care to try to figure out, you know, Swedberg talked about the oversea, talked about how these things kind of roll a little bit more like bent, but yeah, we know it's Bermuda, but oh my God, there's also a little bit of, there's like a little, there's like a little... Uh, like a salt bay or whatever this there's is. There's a little seedling, a little seedling in there. Yeah, yeah. There's just a little, a little like a gleet. Remember when you used a gleet? Like it's like a gleet's worth of uh, poa on there, you know. So God, like I, a spit, like yeah, a yeah, spitting yeah. of poa. Yeah. So I don't care to figure all that out. I just want guys to hit the ball, hit the fairways, hit the greens in regulation. Give themselves opportunities. Patience is required at this golf course. You talked about bogey avoidance. I agree. I, I just, I, yeah, it's the tour is going to have these greens rolling pure, rolling fast, very quick. By the way, yeah, very. So quick. I'm just not, I'm not getting wrapped around the axle with putting strokes or with putting stats this week. I normally, I normally weigh them to some extent. In fact, I'm going to ask you, just like I asked the DraftKings channel, uh, the DraftKings show on YouTube. If you're watching, comment. Are you going to consider putting in your model, quote-unquote? Are you going to weigh putting as a factor? Uh, if so, how much are you going to weigh it? And are you going to weigh Bermuda? Are you going to weigh Bent? Are you going to weigh Poe? Are you going to weigh all three? Are you going to look at other courses? Are you going to da-da-da-da-da? Are you, are you going to call the PJ Tour and ask to speak to Jay Monahan? Are you going to go out there and sneak on the course in the middle of the night and steal a blade of grass and put it under the microscope? What are you going to do? 
Tell me what you're going to do in the YouTube comments. I want to know. I don't give a rip about it. I just want guys who are striking their ball is what I want. Um, and I'm looking at a little bit of experience, a little bit of course history I like. Uh, but there's some players where I, I'm willing to make an exception. There's a few first-timers I also have my eye on. There's a lot of names here on my betting, like my first-look betting card that I did not mention in the DraftKings show. I'm, I'm interested to talk about. Um, but yeah, I think, I think your winning score is going to be, be... I think scoring is going to be better than last week. The conditions look perfect right now. Scoring conditions look absolutely perfect. The golf course did get some rain in the last month, plus you have the overseed, so it's going to play longer. Even Swedberg mentioned that. You mentioned that. It's going to play longer with the rye, with the overseed, and the softer fairways. Um, so I think it, it tends to lend more to the bomber. We saw in 2019, the first year they moved it to March, Rory McIlroy wins. DJ's up there. Jonathan Vegas finished third, I think. Uh, so, you know, you had bombers play better. I think, I think it plays more to the bomber in March. But I'll tell you what, when you look at winning prices that, that won, t- Rory won in 2019 at 14 to 1. Webb Simpson, do you know what his odds were in 2018 when he won? 100 to 1. 100 to 1. Siwoo Kim, 500 to 1. Jason Day, 12 to 1. Ricky Flower, 66 to 1. So, I mean, like, you could have mid-range to long shots pop up and win here. Obviously, there's a ton of win equity in that upper tier. We're going to talk about the the kind of the... the you didn't mention Fleener, Aaron Fleener oh, yeah, last Aaron year. Fleener. Two yeah. feet, nine inches. What did he... Well, he was probably like a thousand oh, to one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was at least uh, a 980 to one, at least. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Fleener. Yep, for sure. So, you know, long shots can win here. That's, that is true. It's kind of wild, but it can happen. You got to like the way Pete Dye set this thing up. You got to be patient. You got to pick your spots. Uh, it's a big boy golf course, and it's the strongest field in golf. It really is. So there you go. Uh, this, of course, would uh, this podcast is supported by our friends at Wine Access. You know, we're Pat's probably going to have a glass of wine. He's going to record the Fantasy Golf Sommelier video on Tuesday night. That'll be posted on Wednesday on the YouTube channel. You need to make sure you check that out because it's funny and it's informative and it's only like seven minutes, which is about the max you can take of Pat. So it's a perfect combination. And he'll be drinking a wine straight from our friends at wineaccess.com slash tour. We've been supporting the podcast now for a couple months. We really appreciate those folks. Uh, having a new bottle of wine to try is a great time. I look forward to it. I know, I know you look forward to it. And I'm, I'm even getting into this new thing where you try these Michelin star things, where, which is a pretty big deal, and it makes me feel special. It's a rare bottle. Uh, but there's a lot of fantastic wines out there that I wouldn't have known about otherwise, but thanks to Wine Access, I can know. And they range from like $15, $13 a bottle all the way up, as much as you want to pay. One of their latest and greatest is a wine I know you tried just a couple weeks ago, and it's the 2019 Lorenzo Rosé California. And the 2017 was Wall Street Journal's top, one of their top picks of the year, so the 2019 you know is better, okay? It pairs with a lot of good stuff. You enjoyed it, talked about it on the Fantasy Golf Sommelier. So whether you're a new wine lover or you're just figuring out, Wine Access has something for you. Their team takes over 20,000 bottles a year, choosing only the best for the customers. And if any wine fails to impress, guess what? Wine Access will credit the bottle back to you. Trust us, you're going to love Wine Access. Make sure to try the Lorenza Rosé California before they run out. And we've got an incredible offer to get you started. 20% off your very first order. 20% off your first order. Only available through our URL, wineaccess.com slash tour. The discount will be applied at checkout. And again, to get 20% off your first order and see some of our favorite wines, 
go to wineaccess.com slash tour. Thanks, fam. If you like wine and you like the tour junkies, you like Pat, you know, if you're one of those weird Pat worshipers and you like wine and you haven't gone to wineaccess.com slash tour and bought some wine for 20% off, then I don't, I think you're living a lie. Honestly, I think you're living a lie. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to call like I see it. You probably, I mean, I don't know if you're living a lie. I mean, that's a little, that's a little harsh, but I mean, I'd say like, yeah, you should be, you should be going. I mean, I think you should just be using wine access because it's good. It's good stuff. I mean, it's a, it's a good program. Program. That's what I think. Program. Okay, program. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get on with this program and talk about, uh, see, y'all think we talk country, but we can get countryer. Trust me. Uh, all right, let's talk about the shorter range here, the, the, the favorites, if you will. Now, listen here. Let me just say this. Let me, let me just say this real quick. We've been doing this six years, okay? In fact, you know what? Let me, let me just... I feel like I know where this is going to go, but I might have something to add to it. We've been doing this six years, dog. And, uh, you know, like, this is us last year putting out the vibe. Oh, look at that. Look at that honey. If you're watching on look YouTube that right now, you are looking at a dangerous ass. I'm talking that ass would do some danger right there. That ass will get you locked up. That ass will get you over. And look how serious I look. I'm like, dude, dude. I'm I'm honey serious in the back. Dude. And facial serious in the front. Just serious in all quarters. You know, this is uh this is a picture of us on YouTube, me and Pat and Chalk Bomb Ben standing in the fairway at Sawgrass on number 18. Uh, we, were, we were walking the course with our friends, Aaron Fleener, uh, Gino Benelli, and uh, Brett Swedberg, a.k.a. Caddies for Ryan Moore, JT Post, and Joel Damon. You know, we've been doing this a little bit, okay? Man, hold on. Let me, let me throw that up one more time. Dang, dude. Bounce a quarter off that ass right there, dude. Dang. Pat's, Pat's putting it out there, dog. God. I got to get that out of here. For some, for some people in the chat start losing it. All right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what I was about to say is, listen, we, we've been doing this a long time. Six years, okay? Which is a long time in the golf betting space. If you haven't realized by now that we don't love betting the favorites in golf, okay? We just don't. If we, if we, if we you know... If we wanted to have like a, you know, if we wanted to tout this outrageous record, right, uh, of this many whatever wins and all this stuff, we, we could do that. But if you need to watch a show or read a something or listen to a somebody to tell you to play 12 to 1 Bryson DeChambeau or play 9 to 1 DJ or 15 to 1 Rory, whatever, if you need somebody to do that for you, good on you but that ain't what we're here for so if you go to people like that and you pay them attention or god forbid you pay them money and that's all they're telling you is just play this guy play this guy and they're not telling you how many units they're putting on it how much they're planning on you know investing in these folks if they're not doing any of that they're freaking frauds okay now on this show we're not nailing down how many units we're put on it, but we put it out there we write it up we talk about it in the Nut Hut. It's out there. You can look at it. But it's early. It's Monday night, okay? But I'm just telling you, we, we hit this little favorite section because we, we, we know that there's people out there that kind of want to know, and we're going to tell you our favorite shorter number. 
but it's freaking golf. It's the most variable game on this entire planet. And newsflash, most of the time, the top five or six guys in the betting odds don't win. It just doesn't happen. It's golf. So don't, don't waste your time listening or investing in people that that's what they're going to tell you. Okay? That's my, that's my very small soapbox. I'm getting off of it. Do you have anything to add before we move on? No, I mean, I think you're right. I will say this. If, if, um, uh, if you ever do want to do that, though, and you're going to pay attention to these guys that are going to give you the 12 to 1 Bryson picks, and then they're going to throw out that they're going to compare it to your picks that were 30 to 1 or 40 to 1 and sit there and say that they were better than you because they picked the 12 to 1 guy and you, you didn't you didn't make it rain with your 40 to 1 guy they can pound freaking sand cuz they're freaking idiots it's it's like it's like it's comparing apples to oranges so there's people out there that are going to do that they're going to sit there and say okay oh i'm a better i'm a better picker i'm making birdies because i picked the 12 to 1 guy and he didn't hit the 40 to 1 guy okay if you're not smart enough to figure out there's two differences there then I don't know what to say to you, and that's all I got. Cause, uh, yeah, did I make any sense there? Probably yeah, you not, did. You're loud, but yeah, you made a lot of sense. I mean, it just comes down to this: like, you just don't like anybody can pick the twelve to one guy. Give me a freaking break. <sighs> um, okay, let's move on. Let's look at twenty-five to one or shorter. The betting, the betting favorites. Okay, twenty-five to one or shorter. I, I think this is pretty clear cut. Here's another thing you need to know if you're betting on golf. It, it is super important, we don't say this enough, to have more than one book. You know, if you, if you can bet legally, if you're in a state where you can bet legally and you can have more than one book, have more than one account because it, it's, it's amazing how these lines change, but also how, you know, one week this book over here will have way better odds just all around. And then next week their odds fall off the pl- they they're god-awful. And then this book over here that had crappy odds last week has great odds. So, like, you need to have multiple books. We, we have relationships with a handful of them. Bet Rivers, Bet MGM, DraftKings Sportsbook, PointsBet. We have, we have relationships with all these. If you, if you need help with picking one or you need a promo code or sign-up bonus, don't sign up for one without getting a bonus. They all offer something. So head over to tourjunkies.com, check out our sportsbook page, or email us info at tourjunkies.com and tell us what state you're in, what book you want to play on. And we'll tell you the best deals we have, but have options because things change a lot, okay? Like most of my bets this week are all DraftKings, but last week I had a ton of points bet stuff. If you read my article, my, my betting card article is all points bet because they had the better odds. This week, DraftKings has a better odds. So there you go. Um, I think this week it's pretty clear cut. The best value under 25 to 1 is Justin Thomas. He's 20 to 1 on points on uh, DraftKings, to me, it's not even close. Justin Thomas at 20 to 1 is banana land. I will, and I will pay a ticket admission to banana land seven days a week if it includes Justin Thomas at 20 to 1. Like, that's a great number for a guy with immense win equity who's a little bit longer probably because he just hasn't, he's, he's had a rough year. He's had some stuff, some strokes gained home life going on that's in the negative. But I think he's coming out of that. 
he doesn't have a tremendous record at TPC, but he, he's a guy that surpasses record. Like, I mean, he's just, his game goes anywhere. He's that good of a player. And when he's on, he's on. He's the best. He, he can be the best in the world. 20 to 1 is a stupid good number for Justin, for Justin Thomas. Xander Shoffley is also 20 to 1. I'd rather have, I'd rather have JT. Um, I just think that's it. Like 25 to one or better. That's my only pick is Justin Thomas. I think that's the clear, clear play. I love JT. I think that is a good number. I'm with you there. I will say too, if you are betting and you're only going to put a few bets down this week and you want to um, maybe up the ante, as we like to say, you up the ante on Justin Thomas this week. You put more units than you normally do on JT. You know, it's raise 20 your to unit. One. You know what I mean? Hashtag raise yo unit. I tell you what, raise. You know what raises my unit, up. dude? You know what raises my unit? You raise me up, JT. When I bet you, you raise me up, JT. At twenty to one, you raise me up, JT. At twenty to one, you raise it up. You raise that bet up. As far as I'm concerned, this week on Justin Thomas. Good God, you have peaked. Your microphone has peaked more times in this 21 minutes than it's ever peaked before. I was going to say that picture from the players get get somebody raised up in here, but you know we'll go with that. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's pretty simple. JT's it. All right, um, you got anybody else? Or is that it? No, I do. I do like Xander also at twenty to one. So he's at twenty to one on the. Uh, I would rather bet. take whatever I'm spending on that and just putting it. On. I'd rather have it all on one one JT. I'm at just saying, if you like to, if you if you like asset allocation and you want to spread it out a little bit, you know, between the two, I do like that. And then also, I will say this. Um, I just have a hard time getting off of Tony Finau. He's at 28 to 1 on the points bet sports book. I like that number at 28 to 1. He's a little bit cheaper actually on drafting. So you're getting a little bit longer bet there at, on points bet. So Tony Finau, 28 to 1. I know, look, he doesn't win. I don't care. He's going to win it someday. And uh, you might as well just go ahead and put down a few, you know, some 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 dollars on them on, on well, at twenty eight to one. We talked about Finau in the DraftKings show, and I, I did I I piggybacked on your DraftKings pick on him to say like if you look at his record here, it's not great, but it's trending. The last time he played in twenty nineteen, he did okay. And if you think about Tony Finau two years ago, was a decent player, but he's such a better player now. I, I think this is a Another course where Tony Finau is going to play well. I mean, like it feels like another top ten is incoming for for Tony Finau. Again, whether he can close the door, I, I'm I'm not sure uh, in terms of of betting him outright. But if maybe you have an each way option, that would be interesting for Tony Finau. Mm, yeah. But I definitely yeah. think the 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 course history is misleading, or is not is not something that you should put a ton of weight in if you're looking at a high high-end player and just going, oh, that's not quite good enough for me to pull the trigger on. I just think he's a different player. It could be all four miscuts, you know, and I would still think he's just a better player. So, Yeah. Okay. Uh, the mid-tier, I've got a number of names here, I guess, as we're starting to work our way up uh, the, the betting board here. 
do you do you fancy yourself a little Paul Casey? Because I do. I will take a little. I do not. Okay. You prefer- I do not fancy any Paul Casey whatsoever. Okay. Um, well, good. I will, I will, I will have, you more. can take my units from me. You can take my Paul Casey units okay. and spread them out with, uh, upon your shell. Uh, I mean, he's coming off of in 2021, an eighth place at the Amex, a fifth at Pebble beach and a 10th last week at 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 the, the Arnold Palmer. He's gained in those three tournaments. Uh, he's gained 13 strokes on approach, which is my number one thing. I mean, I want the iron play this week. He doesn't have a great record at Sawgrass. It's not terrible, but it's not great. I just think Casey's uh, riding on some confidence right now. You know, played well all summer um, into the fall. I, I like Casey at uh, at forty to one on DraftKings. Um, another guy right there that I that I like is Matthew Fitzpatrick. We didn't talk about him in the DraftKings show, but I think Fitzy. He was a name I was on a lot last week for the Arnold Palmer. He finished tenth. Like Paul Casey, finished 11th at the WGC, finished 5th at the Genesis. I mean, Matt Fitzpatrick is playing really, really well right now. And it's tough to, like, pass up on the form um, when you, you know, when you look at that for Fitzpatrick at 50-1. to You know, record here is okay. Two missed cuts, two top 45s, 46s, not great. But, you know, he's going to play from the fairway, which I think, Definitely matters. Playing from the fairway matters here. Um, and, you know, the, the, the iron play is not bad. He's just all around a solid player, and I think he's got the chops to get it done here at 50-1. to 1. I think that's a, a very nice number. And then finally, in my kind of mid-range, I'll round that out with the first-timer, Joaquin Neiman. Um, it's really tough to find a better all-around ball striker that matches distance that matches accuracy, that matches approach, strong approach play, um, that scores a lot and has the chops to win it, or I'm sorry, has the avocados, the, the, uh, the grande avocados. The avocados. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. got the grande avocados to get it done. Does he a- have hard avocados or soft avocados? Uh, okay, now... Um, I'll say all kinds of things. Yeah, it's just getting a little <laughs> weird. So I think I'll, I don't know. I just... All I know is 66 to 1, Joaquin Neiman, even as a first timer, I'll take it. Um, I missed out on him. He, I, I had him bet at the freaking Century Tournament of Champions when he picnicked with his girlfriend and Sergio and should have been practicing at the playoff and lost. Anyway, uh, I was 66 to 1, Joaquin, I'll take him. All right. Well, I will, in this range, I, by the way, he was one of the guys that I liked here. So I'll let that one uh, go for you. I like Daniel Berger. He's at 40 to one on uh, points bet. I think that's a good number. A guy that we've seen play incredibly well just for the last year and a half. Um, and you're getting him at 40 to one. He just, I mean, you could technically just say, I mean, there's so many guys even up above him that he's just played better than consistently as far as the odds are concerned, and then you're still going to get him at 40 to one. I like Berger there. And then I will go with uh, my boy, Christian Bazudenheit at 75 to one. You didn't I even like say his name well. the same as you did in the DraftKings show. Are you going to be able to get the song the same? And if no, you, I did. I, I did say it differently. You said it know. differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we need to run Bazudenhout, Bazudenheit. Bazudenhout. <laughs> Christian, 
Bazudenhout is a outright bet. Seventy-five to one, I'll take him. You're why to do you look like why do you look like Mickey Mouse with your headphones? Well, on you right got now? so loud in the DraftKings show with your Bazudenhout uh, song; it was piercing my ears. Anyway, seventy-five to one, I'll take him there, and um, I don't like they, that bet. I don't. I don't. I'm not buying the Christian Bazudenhout bet. Do you know that? Um, do you remember one time? I think we got a DM. I think we got a Twitter DM from an angry Euro. Uh, because, or no, no, it was an iTunes review. We got an iTunes review. Did I say his name wrong or yeah, something? Yeah, we got an iTunes review saying like, goof, F these guys because they're so terrible at what they do. They don't even, uh, they didn't even pronounce Christian Bazudenhut's name correctly. So what do they know? Like, stuff. The, we talking about players? Hey, we, 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 we pronounce American names wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 who pronounces Christian? But ain't nobody but his mama pronounce his name right. His daddy probably mispronounces his name right. His name wrong. Like, really? Like you write a, You write a one star I, Apple review because somebody can't pronounce Christian with two A's. Bez, anybody with a Z in their name automatically is probably going to get mispronounced unless you're Will Zalatoris. That one's pretty safe. But otherwise, if you have a Z in your name. Chances are somebody's going to butcher your name. And I don't even understand why that would warrant somebody getting so pissed off they send a one-star Apple review, Apple podcast review. Well, I mean, people butcher all kinds of names wrong, even if it looks normal. I mean, how, how would you just, like, hate on somebody because of that? That drives me crazy. People get- act like you're so perfect. You, you, you pronounce everything. I bet you couldn't pronounce some Southern names the right way, Mr. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Guy, Euro review guy. Mr. Euro guy. Okay. Anyway. How do you spell, how about Tyrone something? Like, what are you going to pronounce his name? You could have said T-Rone. <laughs> Tyrone. You know, you could have said Tyrone. You made it, you made it Parisian. Tyrone. Oh, oh, that right there. That's Tyrone. No, that's Tyrone. No. You can call on Tyrone. All right. Uh, let's move on. Long shots, bombs. Let's get into this. 80 to 1. There's a couple characters there. I'll make this quick. Corey Connors is at 80 to 1, who just played really well, at, had a chance late on uh, Sunday at Bay Hill. The ball striking Canadian, you know, um, all he needs is the putter to be hot. We saw it at Bay Hill. We could see it again. Who knows? Don't know. I don't know. But 80 to 1 is a good number for a guy like that. He's got win equity. He's a PJ Tour winner. I like it. Adam Scott, former Players Champion. I don't like him in DraftKings all that much, but former Players Champion, great approach play, always a good ball striker. You just never know if the putter's showing up. I can't stand, I can't tolerate Adam Scott in DFS because that means I have to pay attention to what the putter's doing. If an out with an outright bet at 80 to 1, I could throw freaking, I could throw a, a half a unit on it and just forget about it. And then I don't even have to worry about it. I don't even have to pay attention or put him in my favorites until Sunday if he's like sleeping on the lead Saturday. Other than that, I don't have to sweat his freaking shot link. And oh, oh, look, Adam Scott hit it to six feet, four inches. Oh, 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 he missed the putt. Oh, great. I don't have to do all that. I can just wait and see where he stands come Sunday. 
and maybe have a shot. But 80 to 1 is a big number for Adam Scott, who's continued to play well. Uh, let me give you one more, and, and then we'll, we'll go back. I didn't talk about him. I didn't talk about him in the DFS show. And I guess I'm just, I guess I'm just hopeful based on this past week at Bay Hill. I'm hopeful. Harris English. Oof. Harris English. Mm. I know. Mm. I know. He's, 100 and, he's 110 to 1. 110 to 1. Okay. He's coming off uh, a 26th place finish at the Arnold Palmer, where just back in January, he won for the first time at the Tournament of Champions. Big, big names there. Um, and then all of a sudden the wheels fell off. Like he, he won and just like, kind of like C. Wu we talked about last week, we go home. His, his irons went home. Harris English's irons went home. They got lost on an airplane. I don't know what happened, but his irons disappeared for like four weeks. But all of a sudden the, the baggage was found for the Arnold Palmer and he gained four shots with, with his approach play. Um, that is enough to get me juiced up about Harris English here because he loves this golf course. He's talked about how much he likes this golf course. This golf course suits him very, very well. Um, and, and I just feel like this is a spot for him. And if the, pl- the good play continue, the, the iron play continues from API, I like it. Uh, Producer Sam letting me know he's as low as 80 to 1 on other books. So he's a great value there at 110 to 1. Thanks, Producer Sam, for that. I think that's a good number to, to fire away at. Uh, you know, throw a little bit of on, uh, on Harris English. I feel like producer Sam doesn't do that for me. Like when I put bets out there, he doesn't like throw out like, Oh, well he was 80. Like he, You're not, I don't know if producer Sam you. tries to make me look smart sometimes, but anyway, I'm glad he does for you. Good job. Um, I will say a few long shot bets. I want to talk about before I talk about some top twenties, because there's some top twenties here that I think are some fantastic numbers. But Max Homa at 110 to 1, a guy we've seen win recently, play incredibly well. I like him at 110 to 1 on DraftKings. I think that's a good number. I like Kiz. I like Kevin Kisner. He's at 125 to 1 also on DraftKings. I think that is a good number as well. Um, and then, um, oh, producer oh, Sam look. finally comes out, finally comes through for me. He's six. So Max Homa is 66 to 1 on some other books. So see, kids, you're getting at 100. That never. Pissing and moaning can definitely get you somewhere in life, you know. Yeah, see, that's exactly what I did with producer. I heard it loud and clear, Pat. I got you. I got you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. You're the you're the man. And then I also want to talk about my boy Chris Kirk at 150 to one on DraftKings Sportsbook. I think that is an incredible number for a guy who has been in good form, a guy who has played this course well in the past. He checks all the boxes for everything you need to do well in this course. Great ball striker, everything. Look, I love Chris Kirk at 150 to 1. I think he could be much shorter. He probably is on some other books, but uh, I think that's a good number for him. So he will be my, he's kind of, he's my longest shot bet that I like this week is Chris Kirk. Actually, that's funny. He's the longest one I have written down as well. I mean, there's a few others I looked at, but in, I just felt like, man, whatever I would put on them, I'd, I'd probably move to Chris Kirk. I'm with you. I love Chris Kirk. We talked about it on the DraftKings show. He's playing so well right now. He got a renewed confidence on the PJ Tour and has played TPC very, very well. He's 5-1 to one also as a top 20. So if you're looking for a top 20 bet, it's a little bit longer. I think, uh, I think a 5-1 to one bet on Chris Kirk is interesting at 150-1. to one. Um, I like another number at 150-1 to one that I like, and I talked about him on the DraftKings show, is Keegan. 
I just get so worked up and juiced up when I see those approach numbers bouncing mm, off. You and, get all juicy. You yeah. get all juicy with Keegan. Yeah, and my the the off the tee numbers and the ball striking is just so freaking good. You know what I mean? It's like it's so good. It's so I hate his swing and I hate how bent his knees are at address, but I, it's so good. He's playing good, man. He's playing really good. One fifty to one on DraftKings. He could use a win. God, he could use a win. He's also five to one as a top twenty right there with Chris Kirk. So I think the Keegan number is another good long shot that I like. Uh, one more long shot for me at one twenty-five to one. A name I did not mention uh, on the show, but a guy who's who's had a good, really good, I guess since COVID kicked back, like since the summer, is Ryan Palmer. Ryan Palmer, okay? He scares me a little bit. He scares me. But he checks the box on approach, checks the box in uh, opportunities gained, which is your, your proprietary uh, DraftKings, or I'm sorry, Fantasy National stat there. Um, mixed bag at the Players' Championship. Mixed bag in terms of record. But he's got plenty of, like you mentioned, plenty of experience here at the Players'. Um, but I mean, finished runner-up a few weeks ago at Torrey Pines. Finished fourth at the Tournament of Champions. Fourth at the Zozo back in the day. Those are those are f- strong fields. I mean, he can show up and compete in a strong field. Uh, so I think Ryan Palmer at one twenty-five to one is is a nice little nice little bomb. I'm kind of a sucker for Ryan Palmer anyway, so I'll go ahead and throw that disclaimer out there. He's also four and a half to one uh, for a top twenty. A few long shot top twenties: Palmer at four and a half to one, Keegan and Kirk at five to one. Yeah, I think that's about it for me. I did have one. Uh, I thought this would be fun. I was looking for more prop bets or like head to heads, but they're not out yet on Monday night. Uh, check check uh, tourjunkies.com on Wednesday for my uh, DB's big balls betting card. Big balls. If you got wee little balls. And you want to bet on players with your wee little balls, and you then you need to go somewhere else. I can point you in the direction of a guy. It ain't here. So, uh, anyway, um, I do have one little prop bet that I thought would be fun, Pat. I was looking at the the odds on DraftKings Sportsbook to make or miss the cut, and for a long shot to miss the cut, I think I'm going to roll with Victor Hovland. Basically, at, at two to one to miss the cut. If you want a long shot, big name to miss the cut, Hovland is two to one. Now, why am I saying that? Two to one? How is that? Well, that's not like... Yeah, it's a long shot like the for the miss be... the cut in the line. For the miss the cut line, that's a long number. I don't know. I feel like it should be longer than that for him. Yeah, I mean, I, of the names up there, that's the one that stuck out to me the most because first-timer, okay, no, no experience here. Um, but also just whatever the hell happened to him on the weekend at Bay Hill. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was the wind, if it was just, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it was really, really bad. I mean, it was like eight to 10 shots worse on Saturday and Sunday. So like chance, if, you know, there's a slight chance that he, something happened, something went wrong, wires crossed because he sucked. So. If I was going to look for a bomb, miss the cut prop, there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't have any of those. I will say this. I think if you're looking at some bets and you just, you, you like, uh, you know, some, 
some better odds as far as winning, uh, not just the outright type stuff, and you want to put some higher dollar amounts on these numbers, I think the these top 20 bets, uh, there's a sweet spot here at 5-1. to one. I think you look at guys like Charlie Hoffman, top 20 at 5-1, to one. Chris Kirk at top 20, he's at 5-1. to one. Keegan Bradley, a top 20, is also 5-1. to one. Kisner's 5-1. to one. Like, There's a lot of guys that like I'm looking at just the DraftKings Sportsbook here, and you may get some better odds than some other guys uh, or in, on some other books. But I think that's, uh, that's sort of the sweet spot. I like some of these top 20 numbers this week if you're going to put some uh, you know, higher dollar bets there. Um, so outside of your miscut bet, that is where I'm looking to uh, throw a little little coin down this week. Hey, if you want to throw some coin down on some other kind of uh, prop bet type stuff, uh, Monkey Knife Fight is a great spot to go. We've been partnering up with mm. Monkey Knife Fight since the fall. And guess what? They're legal in like 38 states and Canada, sans Quebec or Quebec or Cape, whatever, the one, that one. It's got, it starts with a Q. If you go to, we got, we got a sweet new promo going with them. And you can earn two free months of Nut Hut access. Two free months in our Nut Hut. And listen, this is not a contest. This is just a straight up giveaway. If you sign up for Monkey Knife Fight, you get the two free months if you're a new, a new user. So you go to playmkf.com slash Nut Hut. That is playmkf.com slash Nut Hut. And you sign up, you make a deposit, and you play a real cash game. Okay, just play a real cash game. Once you do that, once you do that, don't email us before and be like, I didn't get my nut Once you do that, Monkey Knife Fight will email us, okay? And then we will send you a link to get your two free months, okay? That, that's how that's going to work. So don't, don't freak out. Don't, don't freak out. Within 48 hours, we'll send you the link and we'll get you your free access. If you haven't heard from us after that, after you've played a real money game, you've given it two or three days, then you can email info at tourjunkies.com and Pat will take care of you. Pat will do all of it. Okay. He will take care of you. Uh, so if it, just get mad at Pat if it doesn't happen. Two free months. That's going to cover the Masters. It might cover the PGA Championship, depending on the timing of all things. And the Nut Hut's just freaking amazing. Okay. We have a full time PGA Tour caddy in there now writing up info on the course and on conditions and all that stuff every single week. John Radhouse, who was on the show last week, Caddy House, he's in there. We're having a good time. We're laughing. We're, we're a lot of sharp people making a lot of money. It's a good time. Come join us and then get a taste of the Nut Hut for just two months. It's super easy. You know, if you're a member of the Nut Hut, why don't you put in the comment what you love about the Nut Hut because it's freaking awesome. So there you go. Do that. Um, and sign up for Monkey Knife Fight, which is also a very awesome place to play kind of a different version of, of golf stuff, you know, fantasy golf kind of stuff. You're not having to play against a bunch of sharp people in a contest. You can just play against the prop, find the prop that you like the most, and get, get it. So I got to do it. <sighs> All right, Pat, I think that's about it. I think it's time yeah. to go over to uh, Tour Junkies After Dark, presented by DraftKings. This has been a fun show. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, we appreciate it. Leave a comment. Give it a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on iTunes or whatever, Apple, whatever, give it a five-star review. Check out TourJunkies.com. Tons of free content up there. 
Tons of free content up there, okay? Chalk Bomb email coming to your inbox. Check that out as well. You can sign up for that on tourjunkies.com, bottom right hand of any page. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. May your screens be green for the Players' Championship 2021. See ya! Oh!